Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. It is Tuesday, 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 Monday's hangover. We're in the mothership, which is Studio 22. Of course, we've got all hands on deck for you today. You're going to have a great time sitting in here with me, I guarantee it. we got Chance the Soulless Ginger rapper Chris Cruz and Kayla, Kayla Swift. <laughs> ah, and then flying us into the nether regions there in the mothership. Oh, my God. Welcome to the show. My very good friend, Lisa Reynolds, all the way in town from D.C. Not for long. Not for long. Are you moving to Texas? I'm working on it really hard. Yeah. How's everything going? Good. Who wants to live in the swamp? Nobody. No one. I don't even want to visit there anymore. I'm telling you, it's you can feel the evilness when you're there. When I touch down again from leaving Texas, I'm like, this is bad. All bad. Yeah. Where are you from originally? Philadelphia. That's right. I knew that. Which is even worse. Which is bad. <laughs> I, I knew that. I don't know why I you even asked that question, but up. people needed to know it anyway. Yeah. I think um, our murder rate's up at like 700% or something crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, my, you know, my, my, one of the great stories of mine from Philadelphia is back when I was doing a show, television show on cable called It's My Backyard. It was a travel show. And I was, you know, I'd go around with the cowboy hat on. We'd do man on the street interviews and stuff, and we would showcase food and drink and all that kind of stuff. And so I was kind of like the country boy come to town kind of thing. So we're in Philadelphia and we go to, you, you got to do steaks, right? You got to do cheesesteaks. And so we go to the terrible the, places, the overrated, Gino's, yeah, we go to Geno's gyms. and we go to, and we're in Geno's and we're, you know, filming in Geno's and people have just been so rude. I mean, like in Philly, they're kind of rude anyway. Of course. There's not nice people there. No, we're not, we're not nice. I, and I, I take pride in that though. And they know fun. that. Right. So anyway, for like three days, people are just pissy, like extra pissy. And I'm just assuming it's the cowboy hat. Or no, now and you so, know why I'm like this. And so in Geno's, this is one of the guys who works there. He was like really belligerently evil. And I, and I kind of put him in his place at one point in time. And finally, after three days of taping in Philadelphia, I look at my sound engineer, a uh, black girl, a black girl. She's got her headphones on, the whole thing. She's got her pack, you know, she's a sound engineer. And I look at her and and. I realize she's wearing a Dallas Cowboys hat. Well, that's why. That's why. That's clearly why. No, like, you can't. That's a foul. Yeah. You can't do that. I'm I will like, say Gino's, their steak's not my favorite, but their fries are really good, and yeah. they let me jump the line. So yeah. whenever I like show up, they're like, Lisa. And well, how tall are you? Like seven? Seven I'm, one? I'm 5'11". Yeah. 5'11". With heels on, you're 6'4". All the good stuff's at eye level. That is my one problem about moving here is Dallas Cowboys. I don't... Mm. Yeah, well, you'll be okay. You, your fans don't care as much as our fans care. Well, so. I mean, you know, um, our very own Stu Bergier is a diehard Eagles fan. Well, good, as he should yeah. be. <laughs> well, let's don't get carried away. Um, you can like the Texans. You know, did you watch the Super Bowl the other night? So we had it on for a minute, and then I was with Sydney Watson. Sydney and Watson. We decided that we were like, we're not going to let, we're not going to buy into this crap anymore. Like, we're yeah. not going to. Uh, I don't know. They hate us. They hate us. Like, they hate white people. Eminem's kneeling. Like, they, they yeah. don't like us. Why are we even bothering? I did watch a halftime show, which I thought was, like, 90s music. Clearly, I love that. But Eminem's kneeling. Everything's gross and trashy. I'm out. I hate the NFL. And I, I've been a season ticket holder since my family has, since 1944 for the Eagles. Yeah. And we're just done. If you take that arm on that microphone and pull it down Look just a little this. bit, it won't wiggle me. quite so much. Okay, it's going to come at you. Like just make yourself, at at, make yourself at home, Lisa. I'm at home. It just um, keeps attacking me. I uh, I missed you, so I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're I here. And I want you to move to Texas. It's happening. Yeah. 
so we can do more stuff. You need you need a like a good good environment for your children to live in. I, want I some, agree. I don't want them. You know, Texas is a phenomenal place. Um, I, obviously, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing in campaigning for Texas and running for governor, chasing a job I don't want. Doing no it one for wants all the right it. reasons. You are doing it for all the right reasons. I always say that your yeah. heart's in the right spot. I got a little miffed last week because uh, I'm just going to say it, Chris. Is Chris in the room? Yeah. I'm just going to say it. So they wanted me to come on Glenn Beck's show, and I'm going to be on Thursday, right, 10 a.m. And at 10 Central. And uh, I kind of got, you know, the rumors, they kind of float around. You know, the word, the word travels fast. And there were people who were like, you know, is Chad serious about this? I'm like, these are people who work at the Blaze. Serious about what going on Glenn Beck? No, about running for governor. Well, Chad. This is, and I'm like, <laughs> no, there's no excuse. <laughs> to be fair, they're brand new employees. They're, they're, yeah, well, still, there's no excuse. <laughs> and you're a comedian. They should be fired. Oh, okay. They well. should be fired. Okay. You know, and, and so, again, it's like, how long do we have to that. do this whole, this is a bit thing? It's not, I promise you. Uh, I, I have the, the, the sacrifice financially that I have personally made over the last year of just unrealized income because of the time sacrifices and the things I've not done. Anyway, it's like, I know I what like, campaigns all right, are like. look. I've worked plenty of campaigns. I know what they're like. So, I, so, I then, so then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go on Glenn's show and I'm going to be dead level serious with the, which is hard to do with Glenn because I have a good time with Glenn, right? Um, but I, I'm I'm am who I am, right? Yes. I do say a lot of things tongue in cheek. I am unapologetic. I had to issue a statement on Sunday on Facebook about an old issue that uh, that something that and we did an episode about this issue. Um, you didn't apologize, right? Oh, hell no. Okay, good. So. Anyway, and Sarah Gonzalez, she chimed in on it. Several other people did on this thing because he's like, he's talked about this till he's blue in the face. But there's people out there in this certain community of people that they're just not going to take any answer. It's something I misspoke on an issue in 2020. I, I was trying to make a point by playing the devil's advocate and speak from the position of the state and the way the state sees citizens. Oh, okay, got you. And they were saying that that was me the way I was saying it. And I'm like, no, I did a poor job of, of doing that. We were talking about three topics at once. I did a poor job, and it was on a Facebook Live, and we, we clarified it ad nauseum. So I came out the other day, and I said, look, I misspoke. We've gone over this. I wish I could have said this differently, but it happens. It's called being a human being. Correct. And so there were people who came in there, and that, that was the point. They were saying, thank you for issuing this apology. And I was like, kiss my ass. You need to reread this. This was not an apology. There was no apology in there because I did not personally affect any of you, right? Now, if I had come in there and kicked you in the mouth, I might be sorry for having done that. I don't know about that. That's but who it was. I did not <laughs> personally affect you in any way, shape, or form. So anyway, I, I'm like, I have a whole brand. It's called unapologetic. We, we, don't, we don't do the apology thing around here. So I was like, you saying people were saying, well, you need to issue an apology. You're the same ones who got mad at Joe Rogan issuing apologies. So, so shut up about it. But you, know, you want it because you feel like it personally affected you. It didn't. 
you but anyway so that happened I, I had to issue a statement so you have the people who come along and say oh, well he's just not serious as a candidate or he's got that one issue and or it, it, they've said he's just arrogant in the way he does things no i'm just, I'm just co- reasonably confident reasonably confident and and <laughs> and, and you really you're principal do you really believe him what you're saying look this thing it's attacking me i'm telling we're gonna you. fix this at yeah the we're break. gonna fix it it's gonna be fine yeah but my point is is that like you you're doing it for all the right reasons you know what texas needs you've been here long enough yeah i believe in yeah. you i believe in you i Wait, had a chad. guy i had a guy who commented the other day who said uh the thing about chad is he's he's from new jersey thank you and he put on a cowboy thank hat you. and he has a fake texas accent in order to run for governor and i was how like about time how can anybody be this dumb how about time someone said first of all it. i'm <laughs> technically half jersey half philly and i belong here i've belonged here my whole life my values are texas values yeah. they have been so i don't you can be a carpetbagger as long as you're doing it for the right reasons <laughs> racist as long, as long as you're doing it for the right reasons. lisa reynolds gonna have to apologize i'll never apologize oh never apologize i no, i was like i, I was like I was born in New Jersey. Everybody that watches the show knows I was born in New where Jersey. Where in New Jersey, by the way? That's where my mother was when she went into labor. Where? Uh, Ramsey. Okay, so Washington Township, New Jersey. By the way, they just had um, at the one of the elementary schools I went to, nasty mm-hmm. pornographic stuff. You know, sure, sure yeah. you saw it uh, for like the elementary school there, Bunker Hill Elementary. I was so Bunker disgusted. Hill. It's the worst place to live ever. Everybody's junkies and heroin addicts, but I'm glad that I left. I ran into a lady at a campaign event the other day, and I could tell she had a New York, New Jersey accent. So I asked her, you know, where are you from? She said, Ramsey, New Jersey, which, of course, where I was born. And uh, and I we so we I said, I I have nothing to say about it because I was literally four months old when my parents left there. (laughs) Um, And I grew up in Georgia. I never even went back to New Jersey, except maybe, uh, you know, flying through the airport or something like that on a layover until I was in my 40s to go do a show there and when we were like, growing up we called it the armpit of america like even living there <laughs> that's what we called it we called new jersey the armpit of america it was disgusting it's disgusting. how many i want to i want to get feedback i want if you're watching this show or listening to this show i want you to go to where podcasts are offered if you're from new jersey sorry i want you to go no no i want you to go and leave a rating five star for me and then and but then complain about lisa <laughs> <laughs> so if you're if you're from New Jersey, you listen to the show or watch the show, go to where podcasts are offered. I want to hear from the New Jersey people, and I want you to tell me if the Garden State we're talking about South Jersey too is true. It's truly yeah. It's all about the exits in Jersey, right? Well, what exit are you from? Not for us. So yeah. that's only like that's the Parkway North, but yeah, gotcha. South Jersey's just ugh. gotcha. Washington yeah. Township, Deadford. I mean, I will admit there's uh, some pretty places in Jersey. Uh, Kate May, my parents live in Wildwood Crest right now. Kate May. Kate yeah. May's nice. Van Drew's district, you know, the one that switched from D to R. Yeah. There you go. At least he has some Miracles words. happen. It does. Miracles <laughs> happen. But uh, anyway, we got some topics we're going to get into in a little while. I want to talk about this war with you, in, with between Russia and Ukraine, which, which is supposed to be tomorrow. I mean, I've never known of them scheduling a war. Like 8 a.m., Russia's going to invade Ukraine. And, and Ukraine, like Zelensky... The president of Ukraine is going, um, what do you know that we don't know? Because, like, Russia does this kind of stuff all the time. And, and you know, they'll move troops here, and it's like, oh, looks like they're going to invade. It's like, well, we're going to move troops. And it's like, there's no there's no threat of an invasion. It's 100% a distraction. Yeah. A hundred. They don't want us to see how bad everybody hates Biden. Yeah. Yeah, so. And so Biden's got to act tough. But this guy's going to fool around. 
and uh, mix his medicines one day <laughs> and hit the uh, nuke, nuke launch. <laughs> they were so worried about Trump, so worried about Trump having the nuclear codes. Like this guy, I, I don't think he has that. I'm telling you right now, I don't think he has any of that information or, or not could, even do it, could even do what he wanted to. He is so not running anything right now. Not, not a clue. Nothing. Not a clue. I mean, the guy can't find his way in the house. So, no. Um, and I sent you a text, uh, Chad. You sent me a text? A couple of texts. Oh, the boy. first one is, U.S. official claims Russia has moved the long-range artillery into firing positions. And then the Ukrainian president warns country is expecting Russia to attack on Wednesday. What clown show are we living in? What is this? I mean, that ain't, that ain't how the military operates. They don't say, I mean, you remember after 9-11 and George W. Bush announced that there was going to be shock and awe. And it was like, what, four weeks or three weeks, three weeks later. later? I mean, they didn't tell them. No. They didn't say, oh, a Wednesday at eight, check your Rolodex and make sure everybody's in a bunker. You know, when Donald Trump dropped that Moab over there, they, they didn't like drop leaflets first, <laughs> you know? I mean, we did that in, in Japan, 1945, with Hiroshima and Nagasaki. They did drop the leaflet saying, something's about to happen here, and y'all want to get out leave. of Dodge. Right. right. That we did because it, we, we were about to annihilate the planet, right? Uh, and, and that we did. You, you, I don't think Vladimir Putin is going to act with benevolence towards the Ukraine if he decides, I hate when I say the Ukraine, towards Ukraine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My brain farts every now and then, dude. I catch myself on that. And I'm like, it's not the Ukraine. I'm an idiot. See, I misspeak, people. I shouldn't say this. I, and I'm still not issuing a freaking apology. I've been getting accused of being a Russian bot. There was like this little bot campaign. Yeah. Accusing me of being a Russian spy or whatever, whatever. It's dumb. But like, I, I'm kind of liking Putin. Like, I swear to God. <laughs> I know I shouldn't say that, but he's like, I don't give a shit about sanctions. And yeah. I don't give a shit about this. And can we just have a strong leader, too? Can we just... <laughs> We had one. We had one. But again. That was that Valentine's Day meme from yesterday that was like roses are red, violets are blue or something. Like, I just wish I had a mean tweet or two. (laughs) Yes. Our shirt. Our shirt. I miss mean tweets at watchchad.com. You can go get it. I just need some Uh, mean tweets and a strong president. I know. And that hair. That fantastic hair. Hey, listen, uh, before we take a break, uh, it's time to get the brand new GenuCell anti-aging primer for a radiant glow and flawless finish. Free with every order of GenuCell's most popular package. I use the GenuCell, by the way, Lisa. I keep it in the console of the truck. I just rub it on my eyes, get rid of the fine lines, because I'm looking rough. Dude, Campaigning on me has looked rough. But here's the deal. Uh, yesterday was Valentine's Day. You guys kind of skipped out on that. Uh, I'm telling you now, ladies, you got to treat yourself. Guys, it's not skin care. It's a gift of luxury for a special lady or the man in your life. You can give the gift of GenuCell. I'm going to go steal it out of your truck. I uh, know. I need it. <laughs> uh, visit lovegenucell.com slash Chad. Enter my special promo code C-H-A-D. I spell it Chad. For 10% off at checkout, that's lovegenucell.com slash Chad. And the promo code is Chad. Love, G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Chad. Lovegenucell.com slash Chad. And guess what? We'll be right back. Ukraine. <laughs> Ukraine!
I've been to Ukraine numerous times. Um, really? Yeah. Working with uh, orphans. Of course you did. Of course I did. Of course you did. Yeah. Working with- Humanitarian uh, Chad. Children. Yeah. I've done a lot of things. Um, and uh, so, I, you know, I don't want to see anything like that happen, but- um, I mean, the Olympics are going on. I, 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 like, I forget that that's even happening. Everybody's been out on the Olympics, and nobody's watching. I, I don't know well, one like, person. They had. A, they. Now, I was listening to the news yesterday morning in my travels, and they were talking about somebody got caught doping or something, and they're like, they're still going to let them medal, right? I, like, this is a joke. They've what got about this, that defector chick? Yeah. And she goes over there and falls nonstop, so <laughs> she'll probably be beheaded next week. I think there was some skier too. Yeah. That defected. Like, all of a sudden, you're not American. You, she has a perfect English accent. Yeah. Like, there's no... You just... I'm telling you, you go know. to China, man. This you flub up over there. Up. You're screwed. Nancy Pelosi's already said it. You guys can talk bad about the Chinese <laughs> government. We can't help you from here. Um, but no, they'll, they'll cut your head off. Uh, but the Uyghur games is what I'm calling them. And uh, Fair. so, Fair. you know, the genocide, the genocide continues. I don't know if you can meddle in that. But uh, they'd be winning. They get all the gold. They would. They they get, get they, all the yeah. gold. Yeah. So golden bullets is what they get. <laughs> so the genocide games is what I'm calling. But while the Olympics, you know, the Olympics are just should be uh, just world peace and solidarity and coming together. No, 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 no. Biden's advisor has said basically during the Olympics, Russia's probably going to invade Ukraine. Uh, play that clip. What can you tell us about reports that U.S. intelligence believes Russia is considering Wednesday for an attack? Wednesday. Well, Jake, we cannot perfectly predict the day, but we have now been saying for some time that we are in the window and an invasion could begin, a major military action could begin by Russia in Ukraine any day now. That includes this coming week before the end of the Olympics. Of course, it could take place after the end of the Olympics or oh, it, could. it is still possible, we believe, uh, that Russia could choose the diplomatic path. But the way <laughs> they have built up their forces, the way they have maneuvered things in place makes it a distinct possibility that there will be major yeah. military action very soon. And we are prepared to continue to work on diplomacy, but we are also are prepared to respond in a united and decisive way with our allies and partners should Russia proceed. Let it happen. There's so, happen. There is so much bullshit in, in what he just <laughs> said. All right, first of all, Jake Tapper's like, okay, so Wednesday, it's like he's pointing out, we got to make sure we stay on the script. It's got to happen Wednesday. We're getting our nails done. I'm here for it. Let it happen. Let it happen. See how feckless Biden is. Let it, well, let it I mean, okay. So he sent however many troops over there. Forget the fact that we've got an open southern border, but he's going to go protect the border of Ukraine. Uh, and what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You, you're going to scale a ground war against Russia? I don't think nope. so, Joe. Um, I mean, he's already said in his press conference a couple of weeks ago that if it is a minor incursion, that he'll just let it go. Right? Just let it go. Forget sanctions or anything like that. Or killing the pipeline. So the pipeline, you know, the, the, the deal, the gas pipeline that Russia has with Germany, like if Germany wanted to shut this down, they could. Okay, they just shut the pipeline down. They don't want to do that. They don't want to do that because it's cash flow. This right. is major cash flow for Russia. they can Russia. shut down our pipeline. Yeah, Russia can <laughs> hack our pipeline. That's but not... but <laughs> Vladimir Putin, he's just riding his bear with no shirt on. <laughs> For you, Joe Biden. Cut them out. So, uh, but Germany could shut that pipeline down and cut the funding off because it because basically that pipeline will fund any war that Putin wants to do, and Germany is in control of that. So Germany's not doing anything about it. Look, and, and at the end of the day, they could say, "Well, look, okay, we're not going to let Ukraine in. 
not going to let Russia in to NATO. Correct. And so it's kind of a moot point. But these people are just just bound and determined to have a war. No, they don't even want the war. They want the distraction. They want the, the CNN narrative I'm just to like, keep well, us all. Well, what are we distracted from right now? Because I'm, I'm thoroughly distracted at this point. Well, right now, right now, they, they don't want you to know about the Canadians and the truckers, right? They don't want you to, they don't want you to know about Weingarten and, and masks and kids. Yeah. And they don't want you to know about how this vaccine is actually going to hurt people. Oh, I probably shouldn't talk about vaccines here. No, you can't. But... Um, <clears throat> You can't, but but that's so what they the, don't want to. They don't want to look at Biden's poll numbers. They don't want to look at the ridiculous amounts of spending. They don't want to look at how they're going to try to manipulate our elections. They're trying to distract from anything other than what they're doing. Their stupid, big, uh, terrible communist agenda. And so many of the big elites, like Elon Musk, have come out recently and said, "Look, you mentioned the spending. Like this debt can't continue on." Like you, you can't keep just doing this. You can't just keep printing money. And as Glenn Beck says, it is going to crash. It is, it's just a matter of when. And it's going to happen faster than we thought possible. Absolutely true. I used to say you're saddling future generations with the debt. It's not even future. It's the generations that are already alive. Now. Right. Like now. Right now. What yeah. do you do with 30 plus trillion dollars in debt when that gets called due? I mean, you just... Uh-uh, no. And they'll say, well, Trump blew out spending and this one blew out spending. Like, no, this is unprecedented levels of spending yeah. and people don't want to admit it. It's, it's incredible. So they need, they kind of need a war. They need a war. They need a war because they need some of that cash flow to come in. It's just like, it's just like a Bush needs to be in office so the family can make money, right? <laughs> just like inflation, too. <laughs> or Clinton. They're doing the same thing with inflation. They don't want you to realize that your meat yeah. is up how much percent, right? Inflation's, right? inflation's what's really killing us as a tax on everybody, and it, it is a direct result of not <clears throat> having our own energy independence and, right? and absolutely this so you're reckless gonna, spending. So you're going to come in, you're going to shut down the pipeline in America. Mm-hmm. You're going to let the pipeline get hacked in America. Can't drill Not going to do land. anything about it. And then you're going to tell OPEC to increase their oil production. So mm-hmm. that's a clown world. We're living in a parallel reality, basically. We keep preaching about parallel economy. We're living in a parallel reality. This is this is a fun house. This is um, this is just a house of mirrors. Everywhere you look, you're just being it's def- deflecting into something else. Um, and yes, I think they do want this war talk because they can they can kind of oh suddenly COVID's not that important anymore. Right. So you lessen the mandates, you get rid of the mask, you know, and you're right about the trucker convoy. Like, that's a major deal. They're not talking about anything that the truckers. There's places on our southern border where the truckers are lined up blocking illegals coming in as they should be. They're not talking about that. But but what's the mechanism behind it? It is the fear. So first, it's the COVID fear right now. Everybody's like watching the truckers and doing everything else. I'm like, we're not afraid anymore. We're done with this. Right. So now they need another fear mechanism to keep their authoritarian principles and non-stop in it's world war three world exactly. war three world war three a hundred percent it's all about the fear narrative over yeah. and over and over again do we have a do we have an evacuation plan here in uh, where's we're going we're all going to glenn's bunker that's what we're doing uh we don't have i, I have my my patriot supply food and um may not be able to get to it <laughs> i you mean know, the plastic box that it came in might get vaporized by the nuclear bomb you know why do you think glenn was in Idaho yesterday. That's right. Do, he's, in I- he's in Idaho. He went to Idaho. Uh, he said he was gonna said he was gonna go meet with the governor up yeah. there to talk um, about ESG and uh, MMT and uh, make them aware of this uh, this new economy that's coming. Oh no, he's he already knew, hunkered down. He knew he, that Putin was going to attack Ukraine exactly. tomorrow. Yes, on Wednesday. 
On Wednesday. On Wednesday. That's right. At 7.02 It's going to be 8 a.m., something like that, you know, <laughs> central time. So does it even matter voting for you if we have an attack Bless on you. Ukraine on Wednesday tomorrow? I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I just sneezed and my shirt came unbuttoned. <laughs> Ooh, you can leave it like that, Chad. <laughs> and my shirt came unbuttoned, and this thing just got, just got real up in here. No, nobody's complaining. I'm I, sure the ladies out there are not I've complaining, said, I just, You know, I made the joke about Putin riding the bear with no shirt. And it's, I'm telling you, <laughs> I don't want to be accused anymore of being a Russian whatever, but like, I'm like a strong leader without a shirt on, I'm just going to say. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm trying to give it to Texas, too. Yeah, I am. I'm trying to give it to Texas. I'm trying to give Texas a strong leader, baby. Why do you think I'm moving here? I, I, come on, girl. Play, play. Uh, you, you talking about Biden. We've got a hustle on this thing, but play, play those Biden clips real quick. What is your message to people who want desperately for this to be over and to be able to resume the lives Mr. that Holt. they remember? Well, look, um, this guy. I love how people talk about personal freedom. Yeah. Yeah. If you're exercising personal freedom, freedom put someone else in jeopardy, their health in jeopardy. I don't consider that being very damn with freedom. He's putting everyone in jeopardy. My, by my freedom, breathing. the essence of my freedom does put other people in jeopardy. That's what keeps people in check. That, that's the whole point. Now, you wouldn't apply that to an abortion clinic, right? Or a woman coming in to get an abortion. You, you wouldn't say, oh. Because your personal freedom actually does destroy a human life. Well, no, that's not personal freedom. That's a baby in. That's a body inside a body, and that is not personal. But I mean, freedom. that's based on their logic. That's the whole point. Well, they're idiots. Well, they are idiots. And Sorry. this guy is. You talking about no energy at all? I mean, this guy. Play, play, play the next clip. First of all, you play, know he. Wait, real quick. You know he's dumb. Gas prices play. down, which I'm going to work into make sure that we keep strengthening the supply chains to bring the cost of energy. This guy and everything else and the goods that come to America down by helping the ports 24 7 by changing a whole range of things that you know what's happened with covid covid <laughs> has caused significant increase in prices in the supply okay. chain yeah. uh, absolutely false this dude is dead no he's got it i'm telling you he's like injected with adderall every day right yeah and he's got an earpiece in there somewhere i don't know what's going on but he's oh boy they gotta get it's we gotta fake go to it's break. all fake uh Hey, inflation, 40-year high. Investors are selling stocks like crazy. Volatility's up 50% over the last month. You can thank uh, Jerome Powell's interest rate hike announcement for that, and it could get worse. Uh, Goldman Sachs even predicts that five that five could uh, go back, roll back down to that. You're, you're scrolling way past me on that. Uh, anyway, let's move on past that. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Is your portfolio ready for what's to come? If not, you may want to consider investing in alternative assets like blue chip art. Chris is doing this. I got to get some of this art. After all, listen, art has a low correlation to the stock market and blue chip art prices outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% over the last 25 years. So diversifying with art isn't new. The ultra wealthy have done it for centuries. And with Masterworks, you can too. This alternative investment platform lets you buy shares representing an investment in multi-million dollar paintings. So join over 330,000 members, get priority access to Masterworks with my unique link even chris even chris has bought a picasso using this link go to masterworks.art slash chad that's masterworks.art slash chad see important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclaimer we'll be right back
Oh, give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach him two fish, and he'll eat for the rest of his life. But give a Democrat a fish, and he'll lie and tell you it's a bicycle so many times he eventually believes it himself. Friends, if from my time spent roaming on this earth you learn nothing else, learn this. Be sure your nasty tweets will find you out. Case in point, the recent tweet of one Democrat, Representative Lee Snodgrass, who had this to say to the World Wide Web. Quote, if parents want to have a say in their child's education, they should homeschool or pay for private school tuition out of their family budget. Well, she deleted the tweet as soon as the momentum from the backlash began kicking up dust off the horizon, but it was far too late by that point. The critical mass of internet communication in our day and age travels at the speed of thoughtlessness, and done bun can't be undone, son! She later said that she deleted the tweet because it was lacking in nuance and could easily be misinterpreted. <laughs> Full stop right there. If this was where the story ended, I think I'd be inclined to just nod my head, chew contemplatively on a hayseed and say something like, yep, people say dumb shit sometimes, just happens. But the explanation that followed uh, beggars the mind. Listen to what this lady said. Quote, to clarify my point is that we should be fully funding our public schools and that diverting funds away from our public schools only makes it harder for parents to have the relationships we deserve with our kids, teachers, and their schools. Of course parents need to have a say in their kids' education and their classrooms. I'm a parent and I have a say, as should every parent. I shouldn't have been cavalier or glib. That wasn't my intention and I apologize. Carry on, end quote. Well, apology accepted. Representative Snodgrass, but I have to tell you, I don't believe you. It would be one thing to say that the message of the tweet came on a little too strongly, you know, like the guy at the club that's going to go home with someone at the end of the night, even if he might have to get slapped 20 times before he makes it, and he wakes up next to some woman that fell down the wealthy side of White Trash Mountain. Sort of like that, but what she's saying is so completely the reverse of what she said in the tweet, you have to do a double take. Or you would have to if she didn't have that funny little parenthetical D at the end of her name. Folks, the funny thing is, of course, I agree with her. I agree with her. If you want to have control with what's going on in your kids' academic lives, not to mention cute little things like the development of their soul, you need to get them out of the damn public school system and into private charter or homeschools, co-ops, whatever you want to call them. Plain and simple. But she doesn't really mean that that's what you should do. What she means, obviously, is that you should shut up and just comply. And why not? I mean, it's so much easier. Tyranny has always been easier than freedom. It's literally the path of least resistance. And if you could just close your face hole about all this freedom nonsense and get back into line with the way things have been going for decades and decades in this country, well, that'd be just peachy. Don't buy into the crap, folks. Don't believe the lies. And for the love of God, get your kids out of damn public schools. I can't stand them. I can't stand them. Like I said to you earlier, uh, conservatives are the ones having all the babies. Liberals don't reproduce at the rate we do. And they, your kids are only like a cog in the wheel. They yeah. want a little army of their, you know, little con communist little children <laughs> to like go on and keep their this dream going because yeah. that, that's what they need your kids for. And so it is an indoctrination machine. The public yeah. schools are an indoctrination machine because they don't reproduce at the rates we do. And I always have to qualify and I'll continue to qualify uh, you know, ad infinitum, because I, I, I believe it. There's a lot of teachers out there that, you know what? You got in it for the right reasons. Educate. You just you got your hands tied. You're not allowed to educate anymore. And you got some bad ones. You got some bad everything. Yeah. I mean, there, you know, people say there's bad cops. Well, there's bad sex. I don't turn it down. 
I mean, there's I bet, that you know one. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the, the the problem is is that <laughs> I can't, I can't, I'm so distracted now. Look, now I'm all, that's not my problem. So, um, Jesus, Chad. And, <laughs> yeah, she's verklempt. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, make your point, Lisa. I don't even know now. Um, no, uh. they're like I said, they're they're little tiny indoctrination machines, and and it's not the the one or two or five million great teachers. It it, it comes from the bigger narrative. They're writing the 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 textbooks and the, yeah. the teachers that we have now have been indoctrinated too yeah right and everybody the, before their generation has this has been a campaign that's going on has has been going on forever because conservatives don't get into academia well let me tell you uh in fact i don't think I, i'm gonna have to wait till the next segment because we're gonna have to take a break but i, I want to tell you so i get questions all the time they're like well, where do you stand on school choice where do you stand on vouchers and and we we've allowed this education system quote unquote to get so ingrained in our life like a tentacled tumor that there is no easy way to just say, yeah, I'm for school choice, because that brings with it a whole other narrative of government overreach when it comes to the homeschooling, right? You're just so, going to say blow it up, right? Well, yeah, I, I, I really think you should burn it to the ground. Correct. The tree has grown through the foundation. So what are you going to do? You got to tear the whole thing out. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, how much equity do you have in your home? Imagine if a cyber criminal stole your equity and no one told you until it was too late. All those years of savings, poof, they're just gone. Your future is ruined. The FBI calls home title fraud one of the fastest growing crimes, which is why you need to go to HomeTitleLock.com, America's leader in home title protection. Here's the problem. The deed to your home is the only document that proves you own it, and the deeds to all of our homes are online right now. So in minutes, a criminal can forge your name off the deed to your home and refile as a new owner. So you got a guy like Jeff who spent a fortune in legal fees when a thief forged himself onto the deed to Jeff's home and took out loans. Jeff didn't have to home title lock, but he does now. Deborah, whose common identity theft service didn't protect her after a criminal forged the deed to her home and had her evicted from her own house. She's got Home Title Lock now. Uh, HomeTitleLock.com. It's your peace of mind that the deed to your home is protected. So I want you to visit HomeTitleLock.com. It got to do this, folks, if you're a homeowner. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, and we'll be right back. I'm getting my phone is blowing up, Lisa, nonstop for two days now. Early voting started yesterday and um, people are saying, vote for you, vote for you, vote for you. And I love it. Love I love it, too. I, you know, listen, it, it's, it's going to be interesting. March 1st, of course, is, is the day we'll know. But it's going to run off. It's good. It's, we did our part. It's going to we run did off. our part. It's going to go to a runoff. Um, Greg Abbott screwed the pooch. Yeah, I'm never, I'm never, pitch. I'm never really wrong on the election thing. I knew Trump was going to win, then I knew he was going to not win, and then here we are. It's going to a runoff. It's going to a runoff. It's going I to a have runoff. I talked with some people that I can't name, um, who are very powerful and influential people. Some hold office in the state of Texas, and and they all agree. Eh, this the conservative grassroots. They're done with Abbott. They're done with big government. It's going across that way around the nation, though, too. Like, it, well, okay, so so three things happened: uh, Trump, COVID, and, and DeSantis, right? So big government shills that are these guys. It's just not going to work. Not going to work. So Sunday, I cooked. Um, uh, my buddy Jeremy, he did he did a brisket. Jeremy Christopherson, 
you got to love British guys who come over here and love our country more than we do. I, I, nothing more gets you me know? more than the British accent. You know, I yeah. like my Brits. Jeremy, I can understand what he's saying. He's my buddy, so we hang out a lot, and uh, he, he makes a killer brisket. Killer brisket. Anyway, he comes over, brings that. I did 90 pounds of cat, uh, crawfish. Which I still never had. Thanks. Thank you. Your crawfish Thank you was so much. outstanding. Thank you so much for and, inviting me. And uh, big shout out to uh, Aaron and, um, and to Steph for all they did to make Sunday happen. We had about 30, 40 people that came. And it was kind of a kind of a little campaign event. We had a little eating Super Bowl party, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and it was amazing. We had some folks who came by, who are um, I, you know they're not they're they're just major block walkers. I mean they they're out in their community knocking on doors, campaigning for people. They're actively involved on the local level, and they, they had great conversations with them. And you know some of them came up to me and said, "Why should we vote for you?" I love that question. Love that question. And then we can get into some real conversation with that. And they can ask their questions and we can go on on these issues. And um, won some people over. And it's fantastic because I'm getting messages saying, you know, hey, we're knocking on doors for you now. I feel like when you actually, you personally speak to people um, and you get on, you you just bear your soul and get on the issues. I feel like you win everyone over all the time. You know. Because um, you're not a typical politician <clears throat> and you're. Like I said, doing it, doing it for the right reasons. Well, I was in San Antonio. You're smart. You know what you're doing. I'm reasonably intelligent. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) Uh, The, uh, it depends on, anyway. Um, We did an event in San Antonio last Thursday, and it was a luncheon, three, four hundred women there. Oh, by the way, I am polling. For what what it's worth, I do poll the best amongst women voters. Surprise, surprise, yeah. surprise, so, so, surprise, <laughs> surprise. That, that surprise is one poll I trust, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, three or 400 women that were there, and there were some who came out and said, well, you know, we, we don't really know who you are, so we're excited to hear. Fair statement, fair statement, which I always say, look, I'm 49 years old. I'm still trying to figure out who I am. So, you know, it's, it, but then afterwards I have people who come up and they say, we're surprised because of what we heard. Like, we did not expect you to be that good. True. And I, I was I like, mean, I don't know to take, how I'll to take honest. that, Chris. <laughs> you know, I'm like, they, like we, we expected you to be. And I know because, you know, people come up and they say, we've been watching your show for years. And I want to say, I always say, I always feel the need to sort of apologize. Because, because I, I mean, I get pretty hyper on the show. We get pretty bent out of shape. We talk about things. There's no filter here. But that's but, why, that's why people watch because it's real. But Same that's thing with, the show. I mean, that's what we do, right? No filter. That's you, you too. Know? Crazy comment. <laughs> that is you too. Yeah. But that's the point. We need people in there who are real. The, the way our government was set up was never supposed to be politicians forever. No. It was supposed to be a reg- regular people <clears throat> going to represent their small community in yeah. this in this federal system, yeah. which was never supposed to have as much control as it has now. And so it, you are representative of what it was supposed to be, right? Yeah. You're a regular guy. You're not career politician. That's no, what we want. No, God forbid. Who's God actually forbid. intelligent enough to understand and I, you know, so I think I told this story already on the show, but I'll tell you, there was a guy who um, on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, he said, he said, I'm voting for Prather because he doesn't know squat, but he knows he doesn't know squat, but he knows how to ask people who do know squat. And I said, let's make squat great again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know more than you let on. So that's I, not fair. I, it's true. That's I, not I, fair. 
But you know why is is I retain a ton of information. People are going to think I'm simping for you. That's not it. Listen, I Listen, I, I give Chad everybody the riot knows. Act. That's not true. I was just thinking people are going to think Look, I'm simping Lisa, for you. Lisa, everybody not true. knows your crush for me. Everybody knows, like Sydney Watson. Everybody knows Sydney's got it bad. And uh, uh, I think it's the opposite way around, Chad. You think? Oh, on Sydney or you? No, me. Bone you? Okay. Uh, <laughs> see, we'll, not, we'll talk. see, he's not disputing that. We'll, we'll, I made you blush already in this show. Okay, fine. So, yeah. Oh, God, the sexual God, tension stop. here. The sexual tension is ridiculous. I mean, New Jersey, New Jersey, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's the connection. You are a pit of America. Oh, my God. No. You're simping for me. No, I retain a ton of information. And so I know how to ask people. And I'm constantly reading, constantly reading this stuff. But I can tell you this, it, it, it narrows down. It really simplifies. People, they want to ask me about this policy and that policy and this agenda and this bill and all this kind of stuff. And I, here, the simple answer is this. Does it make the government bigger or smaller? Is the, does this proposal, does this bill make the government bigger or smaller? If it makes it bigger, I'm against it. I'm opposed to it. If it expands government reach, I'm opposed to it. It's that freaking simple. Now, I don't believe, as Kinky Friedman said when he ran as an independent a long time ago, when he said, how hard can it be? That was his campaign slogan when he ran for governor in Texas. How hard can it be? I, I don't... Uh, I don't buy into that philosophy. Although early in the campaign, I did want to do shirts that said, Chad Prather, he's not kinky. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, again, if you're not, Who having, fun, that? If you're not having fun with it. Uh, but like the other day, we got into this. It was, it was the primary candidates and the question was about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin being used in Texas. And, uh, you know, I disarmed people because I said, well, here I've been collecting 22 bullets and whiskey, right? I thought that was going to be the trading of the future, and it still may be. I'm going strictly back to cash, though. With the way the IRS is uh, now like cracking down on everybody and looking at like Venmo, like I can't what Venmo my brother $600 without yeah. it winding up on a 1099. Like, no, that's yeah, not that's insanity. not how this is going to work. Insanity. Uh, hang on, we got to go to a break. Uh, are we? Do we have it? Do we have another read in this one? Are we done? Oh, we can still talk for another minute. Oh, okay, good. So anyway, I did I did the deal on the crypto thing about how, you know, and then I went into talking about decentralized finance and how we've got to get the government out of the involvement that we've got with this stuff. Uh, and then, you know, referenced the, uh, the tender that they use in Utah as their own currency within the state. There's different things. You know, constitutionally, we can't. And so I started quoting all this stuff out about constitutionally, you can't create another currency and this kind of stuff. But there's ways around it when it comes to the crypto stuff. And so I'm laying all this stuff out there and people are like, I don't understand all of this stuff. And I was like, I know, I do. And that's why I read a ton. I ask people who do know things because this is a conversation we're going to have to have in the future of Texas. We should be having it now, though. We should definitely. We, and we are. We are. You that, are. That, that's one of the things. We've got to be talking about this kind of stuff because the dollar, gone. Out. But look at, look at how they're already targeting conservatives, too. I mean, they're, who was it recently that just had, was targeted um, – it wasn't a bank. Like banks have been doing it in England already for what the last three years now. Yeah, we've seen that with like Amory Waters and Tommy Robinson, and they're not giving them loans and no PayPal, no Stripe, no anything. Oh yeah, they're but, hammering down. But on they're, they just did it to somebody here too, and somebody was like, "Oh, this is going to be all banks for you guys in like in like five years." I'm like, five years? You yeah, mean that's why you got to by the end of the year? Hang on, we got to go to a break. That's why you need to read Glenn Beck's book, The Great Reset. Hang tight, we'll be right back.
Chadnood.com. That's where you're going to get your Blaze TV subscription. Also, go to chadonblaze.com and get your T-shirts. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow. It's going to be a hump day, and we're going to have a lot of fun. Leave us a rating and review. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.